Dope shit like that, germ. Oh, hi. Welcome back to Well Cordell. This is the podcast that encourages its listeners to get well. And I wanted to start off this episode by saying thank you for listening because this is the ninth episode of Well Cordell. And the reason why that's significant is because most podcasts on average last eight episodes. And this podcast is on its ninth episode. And I'm telling you guys that I have no plans of stopping. I'm going to keep going through at least this whole college semester, delivering you guys content. And I'm so excited. I have so many big things planned. Like, it's about to get so huge and you guys are going to get to witness it. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. All right. Now, to get into this episode topic, I want to talk about moving into college because I did it recently. I've been in my dorm now for about a week and things have gone eerily smooth this time around. And so I wanted to take this time to talk about what the whole moving experience has been like. I'm going to go into my anxieties about moving into college and talk about how my life over the summer looked versus how my life looks right now as I'm in this dorm and attending school. And I'm credible to talk about this because this has been my third time moving into a college dorm. I'm a sophomore in college, and so I've had the move-in experience on three separate times. Once moving in as a freshman, once coming back from winter break as a freshman, and now entering my sophomore year. So I kind of want to get into what my life looked like over this past summer and how it was a little bit different. And when I say just a little bit different, it was honestly a lot different because my daily schedule was miles different than it is now. And my environment was different as well. So I'm 19 years old and I went back home this past summer to be with my mom. And living at home for the summer is its own thing. Waking up in my childhood bed, heading downstairs to make scrambled eggs with hot sauce, and turning on the TV to watch Community or Friends or whatever sitcom I was interested in this summer. There were a few. And then I would take pre-workout, go to the gym, pump some iron, sometimes with my personal trainer. Listen to the last episode if you're curious about how that went. And then after the gym, I would often go to Crumble Cookie as a little reward, a little treat for working out so hard. Obviously, my day-to-day kind of varied, but those were the things that were really consistent. I decided not to work a job over summer because if you've listened to my last episodes, you know that I worked my absolute tail off in the spring semester. So when summer rolled around, I said, okay, I want to take this summer off. And it wasn't necessarily taking summer off because it was taking a summer to develop myself and get clear on my beliefs and work on myself, what have you. And that was accomplished through the gym, through reading books, through starting a podcast. (laughs) But here's where I'm going with all this. Everything I just mentioned has completely changed because my college is hours away. And I'm now also having to focus on school again, completing assignments, attending class, meeting deadlines, And I don't know if other college students are relating to this right now, but a huge part of me is still in what I call summer mode and is trying to switch over to 
the grind mode, you know, the grind mode that you need in order to complete everything that you have to do for school. I can't just have this aesthetic looking ass day anymore where I wake up, eat a protein packed breakfast, go to the gym, get crumble, go to sleep, rinse and repeat. Can't do that anymore. And I've also moved away from my mom, who I love with all my heart, and I really do miss already. But that's definitely the main point that I would hit is how my daily routine has completely changed. And I'm having to make some adjustments and relitigate my schedule on a day to day basis. Because now I have a huge obligation tacked onto me, which is attending class and doing my schoolwork, plus a few other smaller obligations to boot with that. For example, As a freshman last year, I was required to have my own meal plan, whereas my student ID card was loaded with meal swipes and money to be used at the dining halls and the restaurants that we have here on campus. And I could put up with eating at the campus dining halls well enough. It's just the food was painfully average, if not bad. And truthfully, I wasn't eating at the dining halls and the restaurants often enough to get the full value of my meal plan. Because even though I had a guaranteed three meals a day at the dining halls, I would still sometimes resort to fending for myself, most oftentimes at breakfast. I just pour a bowl of Cheerios or make some scrambled eggs because I didn't want to walk all the way to the dining hall just to get some breakfast. I had just woken up and it was much more convenient for me to just pour some cereal and milk, put on some impractical jokers while we eat it and we vibing. That was the way to start the day. So because I wasn't getting the full value out of my meal swipes, And because it always took time to walk to the dining hall and back, this year I've decided to fully fend for myself when it comes to eating. With working with my trainer at the gym, I started to get put on to meal prepping. And I decided to really deep dive into that world over the summer. I've got a meal prep dish that I really loved, which was a cheeseburger skillet. And it's posted on my Instagram if you want to go follow me over there. It's at BowAVPC. But that's a big difference between freshman year me and sophomore year me is that I've been doing meals here on my own terms. Now, I know loads of college students who claim they do the same thing and they get multiple cases of ramen and protein shakes and they'll post up in their dorm eating just that. And they'll say, oop, I'm eating boy dinner. I'm eating girl dinner. Meanwhile, their body is just tired because it's not getting the nutrition that it needs. And I'm not that way. I will put a lot more effort into the meals that I prepare. Because over the summer, I learned a lot about nutrition and practice cooking so that I could have the confidence to prepare sustainable meals using the kitchenette that's attached to my dorm. And it's been liberating not having to waste the time to walk to the dining hall and back just to eat. I know that's something I'm going to be much more grateful for when fall and winter set in and it gets much more chilly. And it's also another thing that I'm in charge of and in control of, and it's boosting my self-esteem to say, yeah, I take care of myself by planning and preparing my own meals and then actually following through with it. Okay, and on to my next point with moving into college. I covered how my daily routine is different, and I've talked about how my eating habits have changed because I've had to adapt. And now I want to talk about roommates. And they were roommates. Oh my God, they were roommates. So going into my freshman year, having a roommate was something that I really looked forward to. Just having someone that I can see every day and grow closer with. Because I was a much more socially anxious person a year and a half ago. And I thought that having a roommate was going to be a great way for me to make a close friend. Because it's not like there's just a chance that I'll run into them on campus every day. 
I'm actually going to see them every day I walk in the door. So I was thinking, all right, all I have to do is play it cool and we'll just have a natural connection. Let me share with you guys my roommate experience that I had my freshman year. So my college is set up to where you can go on this online portal and you can see your roommate's name, their phone number, their email address. And I found who my roommate was before arriving on campus last fall. So I reached out to him at his number to break the ice. And sure enough, he texted back and we started to get to know each other. But then before we got to campus in the fall, like late July, he texted me, he said, hey, I actually found an apartment that I'm gonna be at with three of my friends. I'm sorry about it. If you ever wanna grab lunch or something, let me know. And I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit defeated. Like I was like, damn, I was kinda looking forward to having the roommate experience, you know? On the bright side, I get a whole dorm room all to myself, but it's probably gonna get lonely. And I was a little bit heartbroken because I was legitimately looking forward to having a roommate, and then I just didn't. But fast forward to the start of the semester, I'm settled in, it's been a few days, and this dude takes his own key and unlocks our dorm room door, walks in and introduces himself as my roommate. I look behind him and his mom's with him and she's got all his stuff. And I perked up. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I am getting a roommate. Let's go. And I'm helping him move his stuff in. We're having a conversation. I'm like, okay, this dude's chill. This dude's cool. And then about 30 minutes later, his mom leaves. And then he just plops himself on the bed, starts doom scrolling Instagram. And I'm not even airing him out or making fun of him. Okay, maybe I'm making fun of him a little bit. Because I swear to God, this was the only thing I saw him do. He did this on about three or four other separate occasions. And then I started to get an eerie vibe. Because what happened is he moved his things into the dorm. And they were there for several nights. But he wasn't staying the night at the dorm. His stuff was inside the dorm. His bed was made. He even had a couple of stuffed animals. He had snacks. He had his little audio set up because we were both audio production majors. But he just never stayed the night at the dorm. And it was about five days of this. And then I was like, okay, something's up. What's going on? I walk in the dorm from class one day and all his stuff is gone. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, dude. What did I put out into the universe that made this happen? I get told I have a roommate. He goes to live at an apartment. I get told I have another roommate to replace him. And then he goes through the hassle of moving his shit inside, doesn't stay the night, and then randomly takes it out and leaves. So I'm sitting there, barbecue sauce on my titties, processing what's going on, and then my RA bangs on the door as loud as the FBI. So I open the door and then the RA lets herself in and starts asking me questions. And she used a tone that was talking down to me, asking me questions like she was the teacher and we were in a kindergarten classroom. Like, is this your dorm? Is this your stuff on this side of the dorm? And in my mind, I'm so confused. And I knew I was being disrespected, but I was still insecure at the time and so I didn't speak up. But I voiced my confusion. I was like, wait, what's the problem? I'm not seeing the problem. And what she tells me is that I had my stuff on the half of the room that I wasn't supposed to have it on. I have to keep my stuff on one half of the room because, quote, 
I did not pay for the other half. This roommate that I was about to have never communicated to me that I was taking up a little bit too much of the dorm and he felt like he didn't have enough room to set his things. So instead he ratted on me for something that could have been easily resolved and I got chewed out by my RA. Because I was just sitting there like, what does this whole you didn't pay for the other half of the room thing even mean and how can it be enforced? It's like, oh shit, I have a Sprite can on the half of the room that I'm not supposed to have it on. It was all just so unnecessary. And you know what? It's whatever now. It's in the past. We've moved on. But I just wanted to come on here and share that because that's just funny. I guess you could call that a bad roommate experience, but not really. I got a whole door into myself at the end of the day. And some people prefer that and I can see why, just not me. It got really lonely really fast. But thankfully, I did get a roommate for the spring semester and me and him grew really close in the time that we lived together and I really enjoyed that. And this roommate that I have now is a different one. And we've been hitting it off really well, getting to know each other. So I'm grateful because I've played roommate roulette every time and there's been no big fiasco, no roommate from hell. I've managed to land quality roommates just off random chance. And now the last thing that I wanna hit on is physically moving my stuff in here. So for my freshman year move in, I lived in a residence hall that didn't have an elevator. And I lived on the third floor and they had these massive rolling carts that you were supposed to put your stuff in and take to your dorm. But there was no elevator in this residence hall. So I guess they expected us to painstakingly get all our stuff up there. And I must have had at least three cartfuls of things. Because my mom, who I love and cherish deeply, and I'm so grateful that she cares about me in the way that she does, got me dorm room decorations and supplies for the case of an apocalypse. Anything under the sun that you could think of for college kids survival, she put in a clear plastic box and sent it away with me. And I'm not gonna lie, the day before my freshman move in, my worry and my anxiety was building up to an all time high. I don't know if you guys have ever had that moment where you relate to just feeling a boatload of emotions all at once. I call it feeling all the feelings. That's the emotional state I was in the day before I first moved into college. And sitting in my living room and seeing all the stuff laid out everywhere that I was going to be taking with me made me realize that I was about to uproot my life. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I pretty much had a mental breakdown. So for all the college kids out there who have ever struggled with leaving home, you are definitely not alone. Everyone's situation is different, but with mine, there was so much emotion involved. And it was definitely a process of understanding myself because being in a new place, you have the anxiety and the fear, but you've also got the excitement and the adrenaline and the fact that you're kind of all on your own and it's all in this one concoction. But once I got all of my things in my dorm my freshman year, this feeling came over me of, I'm free. I'm gonna go and explore this new campus and meet all these wonderful people and it's gonna be great, it's gonna be okay. And I had one of my lowest bouts of depression and the most serotonin I've ever felt in one day. And moving in this sophomore year really didn't compare all that much because I knew what to expect and physically moving things in went a lot smoother. 
I knew what I needed to bring and what I didn't need. I knew that I wasn't going to bring all of Sweden with me. I knew just what I needed. I knew what the process was like. And it got done in so much less time. And I was free to cook my meals, hit the gym, go to class. And like I said, get back into grind mode, which is what I'm still working on. And that's how we're going to wrap up this episode. I know this episode is coming out a little bit late to really apply to this year if you're a college kid, but I wanted to share my moving experience now that it's over and put it out there for you guys to get some encouragement from it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave me a five-star rating and I'll see you on next week's episode of Well Cordell.